When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's not a bird, a plane, or Superman flying over farm fields, but it might be a drone looking for weeds or spraying fungicide. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. Ben D. Johnson, Territory Sales Manager at Rantizo, says that drones have come a long way in a short time. While just a few years ago they were more toy than tool, they are now bigger, smarter, and more capable. So Ben, tell me, how are farmers using drone technology today? I think we first saw the big splash of drones about 10 years ago. There was a lot of uh, hobby shop drones that came out and people were attaching GoPro cameras to them and we were taking pictures with them. And then it kind of matured a little bit. We were starting to take videos and we got those really awesome videos of like the combine going through the field and all that good stuff. And we had all these big hopes and dreams for drones and then it kind of mellowed out to kind of being a, uh, a tool in the toolbox. Not a, not a cure-all, but a tool in the toolbox for imagery. Now drones have, uh, drone technology has got uh, more advanced where we can uh, increase the size of that drone. And so then a uh, natural thing is is to put a sprayer tank on there or a, a dry box, and so we can start to make applications there. And it's a it's a really great tool in order to do some more precision-type applications. So, uh, like, especially up in, in Wisconsin, there's a lot of uh, small fields that are, you know, shaped like a question mark. And when you get into something like fungicide season, a lot of aerial applicators will take a look at that, and they'll be like, well, I think I'm just going to stick around here in Iowa and Illinois with the big square fields where I can make a lot of money. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's great. Um, but there's there's a lot of acres that maybe don't get an opportunity to get necessary applications like like fungicide or or even get some some cover crops applied on there in a timely fashion. The drone is a really great tool to be able to to utilize that um, and get those applications that really weren't possible otherwise. So it's really opening up a lot of doors. With computer learning, drones are now able to be used to seek out pests in a field or spot treat areas of a field. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's all kinds of technology that we see. I mean, we see sea and spray technology from John Deere. That's very interesting. As far as where it's at with drone technology right now, I think we can make precision maps from, from other technologies. And, and if we have a shape file, we can put that in the drone. And well, let's just say, for example, we could put fungicide on a really good performing area of the field and, you know, maybe not put it on the poor performing part of the field. So we can really get the most bang out of our buck from these applications. And so that can really make a difference if you're trying to make a decision, well, do I spray or not spray? Well, if you can spray just the good part of the field and not the poor part of the field, or vice versa, depending on the product, and that can really open up, again, more doors on, on getting the right product in the right field and in, improving the ROI of the whole farm and field. How many acres are being treated via drone versus traditional spraying methods today? Yes, so it's still an emerging uh, technology, and it's right now where we're at is uh, being able to address smaller acres with, with drones, so it's, it's still just going to be a smaller percentage than traditional means, whether it be ground rigs or airplanes or helicopters. So it's, it's growing, but drones are also, you know, as new technology comes out, they're becoming larger and larger. So that's going to open up more and more opportunities and, and larger acre opportunities. Now, drones aren't going to just take over the world and replace ground rigs and, you know, put 
airplanes out of business like everyone might might uh, be led to believe, but it's going to be another tool in the toolbox. And so it's kind of like if you think about a landscaper. Landscaper probably has a zero-turn mower, but then they also have a push mower and a weed eater because you need some more of those precision areas that that zero-turn can't get in. So again, another, another tool in the toolbox. Ben, tell me what is on the horizon for drone technology? I think if we look into the next three to five years, that's probably an appropriate time frame to look at. I think we're going to see drones getting larger. I think instead of just the carbon fiber drones that we see on the market, we'll see them made out of metal with some welds on it. We'll probably see changes in propulsion technology, probably something a little bit more robust than the the lithium batteries that we see today. So I think those are going to be where the major advancements come. So the big question on a lot of farmers' minds is when we're looking at these big drones that can actually go out and treat a field, what's the price point? Yeah, so the price point, so the actual drone itself is uh, roughly, you know, between thirty and 35000 is is where you can start from there. And then to get uh, some of the other add-on features, it can get you about, about 50000 Even in just a modest fungicide spray season, which is the bread and butter for this, you can very easily pay for the equipment. That was Ben D. Johnson from Rantizo. As he says, drones are quickly becoming another tool in the toolbox for farmers. I personally am looking forward to the day that they can deliver lunch to the tractor, and then go spray weeds. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.